What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? This your boy, 13th Disciple, 13TH, a.k.a. the Young John the Baptist. You know what it is. Grab your Bible, grab your pad, grab your pen, grab your highlighter. We're about to dive into this gospel, and you're about to get this work. It's time for another episode of Disciple Me. Let's go. All right, y'all, we're going to dive straight into the word. I want you to go to Genesis chapter three, starting at verse number one. Today's message title is cinematic mode. All right, y'all, let's read Genesis chapter three, starting at verse number one. And it reads, the serpent was the shrewdest or the wisest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat, God said. You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will surely die. The enemy said, or the serpent would say, God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it and you will be like God knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. At that moment, both of their eyes were open and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together and covered themselves. All right, y'all, so let's break down this passage of scripture. What you're noticing is the serpent had Eve so focused on one tree that she could not touch, that she neglected to see that everything else that she had access to in the garden was there at her disposal. But the enemy had her so focused on one thing that she could not have, that she neglected everything else in the garden. If you have an iPhone 13, you have to understand they have something called a camera mode called cinematic mode that blurs out everything and causes you to focus on one object. In relationships, a lot of times you can look at your spouse and be like, man, I don't like this about him. Man, I don't like this about her. And you're gonna ruin a good relationship because you're in cinematic mode, blurring out all the other good qualities that they bring to the table, all because of one thing. I can tell you in my relationship, even with my wife, there's some things I don't like about her. But a lot of times I have to go from cinematic mode and I have to go to ultra wide view so that way I can get the full picture and be able to see all the good things about her and not just focus on the negative things. There's some great things about my wife. She's a good cook, she cleans, she's supportive. But if I focus on one thing and blur out everything else, I'm gonna lose everything. Right now, you might be in a relationship with someone and you're so focused on one thing that you're getting ready to ruin everything and throw it all away. I encourage you with this passage as we're dissecting it to get out of cinematic mode and stop focusing on the one negative thing about your spouse. Stop focusing on the one negative thing about your job and begin to get a paper and write down 
the good things and the bad things. And a lot of times you'll notice if you take the time and you step back and you get into ultra wide view, you'll notice that there's a lot more good qualities than there are bad qualities. There's a lot more positive things about your job, about your spouse, than there are negative things, man. So get out of cinematic mode. Stop focusing on one thing and look at the whole picture. Whenever you're in cinematic mode, you blur out everything else positive and you focus on the negative. You need to get into the ultra wide view so you can get the full picture, y'all. Another thing I want you to look at in this passage is the fact that God restricted them from touching the tree because he's a good father. Whenever God prohibits or restricts or tells you not to do something, it's not because he's a bad father or he's trying to control you. No, he's actually a good father. I had to realize growing up that man, man, God, you just wanna restrict me. God, you tell me I can't do that. Man, you can't do that. I didn't realize as a good father, he was actually trying to tell me, look, I know this can harm you, so I'm restricting you or prohibiting you or telling you not to touch certain things or do certain things, George, because it could hurt you. Always make five-year decisions. What you do today can affect you five years from now. So if God says don't do certain things, it's because he's trying to protect your future. Always make five-year decisions. All right, y'all, so we're about to wrap this thing up. Now, the key takeaway I want you to take from this is I want you to get a piece of paper and before you make a decision to divorce your spouse or to break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend or to quit that job, I want to make sure you get a piece of paper and write down on the left all the positive qualities about that person or about that job and I want you to write down all the negatives. And a lot of times you'll find out that the negatives, they don't outweigh the good ones. Make sure you do that before you make a rash decision. Make sure you do that before you quit your job or before you leave a good relationship, all right? All right, y'all, this your boy 13th Disciple, 13TH, AKA the young John the Baptist. You know what it is. Till next time, go make disciples. Let go.